Hi to everyone out there. How I was about to say, how are you? But you can't answer back, but you can just answer wherever you're listening to this. Yeah. I hope you're good. Thank you so much for joining us for the episode before the episode yeah. of the Metal Set Podcast. Yeah. We're very excited and happy that you are listening to us today. Yeah, absolutely. Don, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I think it'd be a good place to start by yeah. introducing ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then maybe going into a little bit more about the metal sets and how it came about. Exactly. So where do you want me to start about me? <laughs> you know, what's the background like? The background. So let's go back to the very beginning. <laughs> so I'm from an island in the North Atlantic in Canada called Newfoundland, born and raised there from zero to 18. For those who uh, don't know Newfoundland, it is a really nice place to grow up, actually. And I was really fortunate to grow up there and be exposed to a range of different sports, anything from volleyball to basketball to rugby to curling, squash, and um, swimming. I was actually just thinking about it today, all of the different types of sports that I've done. I was even involved in competitive bowling at one point. People don't know that That's about amazing. me. That's a fun fact. Yeah, fun fact. But I'm also really eager whenever there's, you know, because there's like, those bowling places that I've opened yeah. up here to yeah. go out <laughs> and have fun and have a few drinks. I'm always very eager to go <laughs> because despite appearances, I am very competitive sometimes and right. I just want to crush everybody in bowling. No, so. you look competitive, you know, that's your appearance as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I grew up there. I mean, really involved in sports as a child. I think sports brought a lot of joy and fun to my life, very social activities. And then went on to university, tried to continue to play rugby actually in university, but it just didn't work out with my schedule because I was quite busy with work. And then really fell out of sports for quite a long time, more involved in fitness and just exercising to be fit, but not really competing in anything, not really playing any kind of competitive sports or being on a team, just going to the gym, which was good and fun and all, but it definitely in hindsight now I look back on it, it could have been a lot more fun had I been involved in organized sports. So, oh God, how detailed do we want to go here? <laughs> I mean, how did we get here? How did we get here? Okay, I'll give you the abridged version because I could wax <laughs> lyrical for 10 million years about my life. But from university, I spent a couple of years in Japan, fell into public relations, really by chance and an ad in the Japan Times ended up working at an integrated agency in Japan and started working on luxury communications, which was really fun at the time as a young 20-something year old in, in Tokyo. From there, I moved to Australia, um, where I spent, I believe it is three years, and started to work on some Middle Eastern clients at a big global agency, which really led the way for me to move to the UAE 10 years ago, mm-hmm. which is where sports came back into my life. I started to work at a big global agency, another one, in Abu Dhabi and was really fortunate enough to do the communications for two F1s, so two Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, working with Yas Marina Circuit, working across all of their community sports initiatives. And at that same time, I guess, really started to get deep back into fitness and boot camps and things like that. So not really quite into sports, but getting back into fitness. From there, Moved to Dubai eight years ago now and just continued 
working with a variety of different sports brands, which has been amazing. Anything from WWE to Nike to the last Dubai Football Challenge, if anybody remembers that a little while ago. Um, Yeah, it's been truly, truly fun and fantastic. Six years ago, I set up my own consultancy and continuing with my love and theme of the theme of sports, moved into PRing action sports. So skateboarding, parkour, OCR, motorsport, all different kinds of action sports, which really involved thinking outside the box when it came to pitching these stories to media outlets. For those who don't know, in terms of public relations, a lot of the things that we do is media relations. So that is helping to share stories with the media, stories that matter. So I guess action sports, from that point, I really fell in love with action sports and started to really appreciate the athleticism, how different they were from mainstream sports as well. Also, alongside of that, working in the golf space, which I'm not a golfer. (laughs) So it was really interesting working on that. But yeah, it was, again, a learning curve. And working with women's golf in particular was really fantastic because it was, you know, seeing how hard these athletes work and what it takes to become a world-class professional athlete. So I guess why I'm kind of sharing all of this and how it relates to the metal set is that in my work in terms of pitching sports to various media outlets, I saw that there was a real gap when it came to anything that isn't typically covered in the sports pages. So Mm -hmm. if it's not really football or if it's not cricket or, you know, some of the better known sports, the sports journalists here at the time didn't know really how to treat that story. And I also found it quite challenging to pitch women's sports in particular, which was infuriating (laughs) in a lot of ways. So the seed for the metal set was sown through work. Parallel to that, you know, I think you're, I forget who said it, but you're the sum of five people you spend Mm -hmm. the most time with. And I think that feeds into not just people, but also what you consume on a daily basis and what you read and who you see and who you interact with. So through work, I was very fortunate enough to work with all these amazing athletes, you know, hear their stories of overcoming challenges, Mm -hmm. getting to an elite level, and kind of internalized that and said, hey, I could probably be an athlete, (laughs) which we'll get into in an episode, but it kind of led the way for me to move into ultra cycling. So Mm -hmm. in 2019, I did three races completed two dnf'd in my last one but Mm -hmm. hoping to to come back later this year and revive my ultra cycling career because i think yeah just seeing all of those athletes and all the time and seeing how hard they work but it is possible you know with hard work anything is possible exactly it really inspired me to go on my own journey back into sports. So that led me to create the metal set. It was kind of my own experiences in ultra cycling really showed me that there is an opportunity and there is an interest in all types of sports that don't necessarily make the sports pages. Yet here in the region, there wasn't anything to really consolidate and, and showcase those sports in one place. So the metal set was born. Here we are. Like it was an idea for many, many years, but we really kicked into gear when we came back together. Yeah. This year. After yeah, this, this year, year. After yeah. knowing each other for quite a long time yeah. to start really building this. And 
launching it. So this is the sum of our work right now. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But how about you? Sorry. I I feel like I'm going on and on and on about, you know, story. But it was soon back in the day when you were, you know, kind of working with these brands. And I think we came together earlier this year because then you realize that there's someone else out there who can like buy, buy into this dream of yours and be equal partners in it. So that's where I walk in, into your life and yes. into the metal set. Well, you've been in my life for a long yeah. time, but um, like professionally, professionally right? even professionally, we've worked together in exactly. the past. <laughs> so like Don said, I'm the second part of, uh, or the second half of the metal set, buying into this wonderful dream and desire to make this a very inclusive sporting ecosystem in the Middle East. So. Stepping back a little and talking a little bit about where I come from, from a career point of view, I've been in the UAE all my life, 35 years of it, and I grew up here in the 80s, and I know that my life is so different from yours, Dawn, in terms of like being sporty, because I wasn't, I pretty much was a geek in classroom. And now you're like a total mountain goat cycling. (laughs) Yeah. You put me to shame. It's it's so different. But then I just, just, you know, kind of going back to seeing why my life turned out the way it did and why we weren't into, like, we didn't just have a sporting culture here, you know, that just, it just speaks to that. I mean, just going to schools now, you see that they have like massive programs and it, it makes me so happy. So, yeah, I grew up, you know, without a sporting culture. And then I fell into eating disorders, which kind of, you know, just completely threw everything out the window Mm -hmm. for me. You know, just everything took a backseat while I battled with eating disorders. And then as, as I kind of became a young adult, I realized that that was very detrimental in all shapes and forms. And that's when I slowly kind of started finding sports. So in a way, sports and fitness saved me at some point. Mm -hmm. Career-wise, I kind of moved into journalism. I've been a journalist for 15 years in the UAE and simultaneously, you know, kind of tried out different sports. Obviously, after work, went into powerlifting. We met in a CrossFit class. That's so right. that was how we started off. That's where our friendship blossomed. I just want to say, though, I've never competed in CrossFit, and I have no intention of ever competing in CrossFit. I've, I've done an open. <laughs> I've done one open, but that was just, well that was hardcore, yeah, uh, yeah. really. I mean, I think we've both moved on from our CrossFit days. Yes. I got into to powerlifting did that for a couple of years but I don't think I found joy in that like Mm -hmm. I did it I like strength training I like it a lot I like playing with barbells but I don't think powerlifting was for me Mm -hmm. then we come up to 2020 when you know everything is out out the window window and you know you have to kind of reassess our lives everyone was reassessing their lives work was going really well for me back then I was in a full-time job which was going really well and then we went into lockdown coming out of lockdown I was like I don't want to go back into the gym I want to find something else outside you know I think everyone was going through that dilemma that's when I found cycling and I found it as a sport. We've spoken about cycling Mm -hmm. a lot. We spoke about cycling even before that. I mean, I used to listen to you talk about your races and it fascinated me. But back then, I just did not know how to ride a bike. So 
could not compute the hours and hours that you spent on one. But in 2020, I was like, oh, let's face this fear. Let's mm-hmm. try to kind of overcome. I remember one of our first rides together. I know. I remember it too. I probably fell on you that You ended one. up in a bush. I did end up in a bush. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember thinking, because we were at Maidan, for those who don't know, it was a smaller track here in Dubai. And I was so happy you were out riding. Yeah. But I was a little worried because I'm I know map. you were nervous. I know. And then we went climbing once and you were nervous on that one too. <laughs> I think that was one of your first climbs. That was well. that was my first climb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it went well. Yeah. In hindsight, no, it total, went well. You're a total mountain goer. Yeah. At that stage, I think your bike handling skills. Yeah, I was still working on my you're bike handling You were still working on them. Skills. But now you're yeah. Yeah, like an, a pro. So, yeah. I mean, I found cycling in 2020. found an amazing coach that has kept me on track and actually made me fall in love with it as a sport. I don't think I would have taken it anywhere if it weren't for him. And then cut to now, cycle all the time, got into running last year as well. So I'm, I've, I have become an endurance athlete in the process of like moving in the direction of becoming an ultra at some point. You will, totally. Take your route and obviously some of your magic has to rub off on me, right, at some point. That's how, you know, we've we've kept connected. We've we've connected through cycling, we've connected through work. We've got so many things that connect us at so many levels that yeah. I think the metal set like coming together for the metal set was inevitable. I yeah. think I truly believe that, you know, we kind of bring the universe so much pushed us together. Exactly. For this. And we bring so much power to what we're trying to achieve right now through this platform yeah. that we wanna build it and we wanna kind of give that same sort of like power to others to find sport and love it and you know and get involved and have fun have fun exactly sport is fun you know when I'm out cycling it's so funny because I end up thinking like I just think about stuff and I'm happy I'm on my bike and I have a big goofy grin on my face and then I see someone else cycling along kind of in their own little world with a big goofy grin on their face yeah because it's just joyful yeah it's super fun and and once you start you will realize it's therapy of a different sort and it's free therapy you know it's so therapeutic to just get on your bike or go for a run or go swimming where you kind of like everything else melts away you know all your stresses everything melts away and you have that one focus in that just that one focus in mind. Absolutely. You know, either you have to get to a finish line or you have to finish a race or you have to get to the end of the pool. It's that one focus. Yeah. It brings so many things. It brings joy. It brings discipline. That's why we're trying to set the metal set up. Exactly. So we have the podcast. Yes. Which this is it. Yes. This is it here. (laughs) We're listening to it. And um, we're going to be releasing this with a couple episodes, I think, in the first instance. So check those out. But we have such an amazing lineup of guests. And in addition to the podcast, there's also the website, www.themetalset.com. And And that's where people are going to get much more than stories that we talk about on the podcast. There'll be resources, you know, things that can actually get you onto your journey in whatever sport you like. You know, we'll have advice, we'll have editorials, on trends and issues in that are faced in the industry. For sure. And yeah. we're also going to 
it's just not going to be on one type of athlete either. Mm -hmm. We want to feature professional athletes here and also community athletes, professional events, those that, you know, you go spectate at and watch and also events you can participate in. It's, it's about sports at every single level. And I think to your point, there's going to be lots of resources. There's going to be lots of actionable insights for people to get involved. I mean, when we go into my story about how I went into ultra cycling and some of the details, I had a hype man. I had my <laughs> own personal hype man. I'm going to shout out to him again, Chris Thomas. <laughs> I was speaking with him last night and I was like, you should, you have a new career as a hype man, but we want to be your hype girls. <laughs> exactly. We, we are your cheerleaders. We, exactly. Through and through. Yeah. Like we want to be your hype girls and encourage people to try new things. So even if you've done one sport for quite a long time, or you're like me, you've kind of bounced around and done many, many different sports and never felt like you found your groove. Like we want to encourage you to try new things until you find your groove and you find your people and your sport and what you love to do. Yeah. Like one of our guests has encouraged us to get into Muay Thai. So that's right. And you're going to do it, right? I am. For themetalset.com. I am going to do it for (laughs) themetalset.com. So you'll see firsthand what it is to take a Muay Thai class. (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, that's, us. I mean, we wouldn't exist if it wasn't for you, our listeners, and your support. So what can you do to support us? Like, share, comment, get in touch with us yeah, as well. Absolutely. Submit, Want to hear from you. Submit stories, give us feedback, guests we could possibly uh, interview for the podcast or for the website. Yeah, because we're building a community and we can't do it without you. Exactly. I think moving forward as well, we're starting with obviously our podcast and we have the website and social media at The Metal Set on all major social media platforms. But we want to do move into events and we're busy behind the scenes working on some event concepts, which we're really excited to share um, coming up and hopefully we'll see you in person as well. Yes, yes. And we look forward to it. So thank you for supporting us and we'll see you on the next episode. See you then. See you. Bye. Bye.